Welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. In today's bonus episode, we're talking about how life can feel like a roller coaster, so many ups and downs, or maybe you feel like you're running in circles. You work hard to make progress, and despite all your efforts to be intentional and consistent, it feels like something is always distracting you, someone's always interrupting you, something's always throwing you off or dragging you back down. The journey feels uphill and you fight discouragement because you wonder if you're getting anywhere. You know that one step forward, two step backwards feeling? I know you do. (laughs) I totally know you do. In this conversation, we're talking about how to get perspective for handling the roller coaster of growth, whether it be in regards to your family, your spiritual walk, or business. We're going to go over four ways to find significance in what may feel like a setback And ultimately together, we're just going to keep surrendering, keep trusting as we find success in Christ. I think this is going to be a great conversation and I just can't wait for you to get some fresh vision today. Hey friend, welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. Do you absolutely love being a wife and a mom, but something in you desires more? Do you want to grow as an entrepreneur without hurting your family? You wonder, is it really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? Hi, my name is Michelle, and as a wife of 17 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and a kingdom entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel. I know you wish every day that there were more hours in the day to get it all done and be the best mom that you can be. I know the mom guilt whispers in your ear far too often and you get tired of dealing with the constant interruptions. You crave more simplicity, more order in your home, more connection with your family, and more than anything, a strong faith that keeps your heart steady no matter the season. I'm so thankful you're here to join me on this journey of processing life together and growing in greater purpose as fellow business-minded mamas with a heart for home and a love for Jesus. On this podcast, we will use this precious time exploring how to embrace a heart of surrender, gain biblical perspective for everyday life, and learn practical tips to experience more peace in the midst of balancing work and family. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home. Do you believe that too? Then let's connect the work of our hands with our influence at home so that we can leave a lasting legacy through the next generation. Go grab that basket of clean laundry to fold or pour another cup of coffee and let's grow together. In this week's podcast, we talked more about success principles from the book of Joshua. Go check out all the goodness straight from the word of God, especially if you're navigating transitions. I think you're really going to enjoy these conversations that we're kind of going back over. I've personally been loving listening to these episodes again. They've been timely and I really believe that they're going to find you right on time as well. But one of the things that I touched on this week is the importance of remembering. And I want to elaborate on that a bit more today so that you can use this powerful practice to gain clarity and courage in your life. I know so often as a wife, as a mom, in homeschool, in your relationships, in your business, it can feel like you're running in circles. 
It's like maybe with your spouse, how many times do we have to keep going over this? How many times do we have to have this conversation again? Maybe with the kids, like how many times do I have to remind you? How many times do we have to go through this emotion or this discipline issue or this attitude issue? It's like, man, come on. Like, why are we back here again and again and again? This is so relevant for our relationships and especially for business. Business is wild in the sense that we're constantly in figure it out mode. We're learning and then we're figuring out the next thing and we're figuring out the next thing and you never feel like you have it all figured out and you're always in some ways back at the beginning, but you have to believe that you're going somewhere, even though it can feel like circles. You work hard to make progress and I know sometimes despite all your efforts to be intentional and consistent and all the things that you juggle and balance, it can feel sometimes like you're always getting distracted. Somebody's always interrupting you. There's always a wrench being thrown into your best laid out plans. You're always getting thrown off or you just feel like you're getting dragged down every step of the way. It's exhausting. It's tiring. And it can be very discouraging, especially when it feels like you're always at the beginning or having to revisit the beginning again. So I want to talk about this for just a minute. I want to tell you four key points But the first thing I just want you to know is that this is normal. It really is normal to feel that way. I want to validate your emotions and the frustrations and the challenges and say like everybody goes through this. Everybody understands it's part of the process. I know sometimes it's easy to see other people and you're like, man, it looks like everything just always works out. It looks like they just keep going higher and higher and it's just smooth sailing or I don't know, they make it look easy, but I'm telling you, this is the same process for everybody. It's uphill, the growth journey. I love when I think about John Maxwell, he did this business talk a long time ago and he's like, yeah, entrepreneurship, it looks like this. And he just put his arm up pointing that it was uphill. It just looked like a diagonal uphill battle. But I think the thing that's important, and this is what I want you to know first and foremost, number two is I want you to have some vision. So in the picture of looking at growth, being uphill, entrepreneurship, anything that you want to accomplish, anything you want to grow in, anything you want to make progress in and pursue, and those things that you're stepping out of your comfort zone in, know that it is going to feel uphill. But we need to get vision for what that actually looks like. We know that growth isn't linear. You know, the pictures with the, like, picture a line going straight up. If you have a piece of paper right now, you could totally get a pencil and a paper out because I really want you to grasp this. But if anything, maybe pause what you're doing right now, the things that you're multitasking, and try to just get this picture in your mind, okay? So if you had a ruler and you were just going to draw a straight line from one end going uphill, kind of like the side of a triangle, right? So picture that. Well, we know that that would be ideal if that's what growth looked like, but we know that's not reality. Usually what we think of growth looking like are those charts where it's almost like a bar graph. It's like squiggles up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's pretty true too. But the way I look at it is if that that straight line that you just drew in your mind or on a piece of paper, imagine tracing over that with circles, like literally just draw circles all the way up the line. So instead of a straight looking line, it looks like a row of circles going up. That's the best way that I can describe the journey. 
to me, the way it feels. And it's important that we have a proper perspective because as we grow, it doesn't have to be good or bad, up or down. We're on the valley, we're on the mountain. It's just, we're on a cycle of growth and there's peaks to it and there's lower points to that, but we're keeping, we're, we're, we're growing, we're continuing to grow is what I'm trying to say. Almost like layers of an onion, right? You peel back a layer and then you find yourself back in the same place again and you're like, all right, let's peel back another layer. I think an onion's a great analogy too because <laughs> I think growth is emotional. And, you know, as you would peel back an onion, you'd probably be crying tears of, um, I don't know, tears because of the onion and the smell. I'm like, that's how growth is. There's like tears with every layer. There's tears with every level. And you know what? It's okay. One thing that's really reminded me of the cycles of life and growth are my Facebook posts. I don't post a lot on social media anymore, but there were years back where I posted consistently and I was always just sharing what was on my heart, what the Lord was doing, what I was growing in, words of inspiration and encouragement. And it's been really interesting over the years. Sometimes the memories will pop up and I look at what I posted and I'm like, this is insane to the day like I'll be wrestling with or learning something again. And I was doing the same thing the year before. The previous year, the same place, the same thoughts, the same struggles. I was in that same place. It's wild to see how life really goes in cycles. Have you ever found yourself in that place where you're like, well, I remember being here last year this time or at this point in time in my life. The reality is, and this is what you have to know, is that no matter how you feel, you are not in the same place. You're not the same as you were before. You're just on a cycle and we revisit those lessons learned and we revisit those um, moments and those points in time. It doesn't mean that you're the same as you were before. So don't be discouraged by that. Just understand, hey, we're in a cycle, right? And one thing that you can do, so this would be like the third point I wanna make is ask yourself key questions to help find significance in your process. Ask yourself questions. Like, first of all, maybe ask yourself, what season am I in? If you're in a winter season in life, for example, if it's winter time, you're not going to be angry because the flowers aren't blooming. You're not going to expect to reap a harvest in your garden in the dead of winter because you understand the season that you're in. So ask yourself, what season am I in? Lord, show me where I'm at on this cycle. Because sometimes our expectations don't meet where we're at. And I think especially when we're at the bottom of the circle and there's those moments where I believe the Lord is asking us to slow down, where he's asking us to rest. We really wrestle with that because it feels like a setback. It's like, no, God, we were, we were actually going somewhere. I had momentum. Like what in the world just happened? We just feel like we dropped down to the beginning. It's like, no, it's okay. It's part of the process. Just rest in that place and understand where you're at and don't look at it as a setback. Ask yourself a question like, what am I learning again? What did I learn before that I'm remembering again, that I'm learning again? As long as you're learning and growing, you're winning. You're being successful. I tell my kids this with school, with math. I'm like, hey, it's not you're a success or you're a failure. You made a good grade. You, you passed. You failed. It's not like that. As long as you're growing and you're learning, you're doing amazing. You're doing amazing. That's winning. 
ask the Lord in these places. Ask him, God, what are you teaching me about yourself? How are you teaching me more about yourself in this moment? Will you teach me more about yourself in this moment? Who are you going to be to me now that you couldn't be for me before? When you ask yourself some key questions, when you're feeling like you're running in circles or you're a little overwhelmed or you're feeling discouraged, like, man, I feel like I just got thrown off again. I feel like I just took another setback. Ask yourself some questions to find significance right where you're at. And thank God for the reminders. Don't waste your lessons. We are always growing and learning. And you know what? Lessons are tested and they don't always feel good. They're not always easy, but don't waste your lessons. Savor them because it's worth it. They're not just for you. They're to pass along to somebody else. So know that your life has so much more significance beyond how you feel. I know that you know this, but I'm just reminding you again that the lessons that you learn are to be poured out to your family, to be poured out to your kids, to be shared with others, because ultimately they're forming your testimony and they're going to give God glory in your life, even when it looks really messy to you or it feels really hard in the moment. The most important thing I want to tell you in this conversation is I want to encourage you to remember how far you've come. I love the quote that says, the only reason to look back is to see how far you've come. And I really believe that. I think if you're somebody who likes to reflect, who's a processor, it's easy to kind of look back and be hard on yourself or be critical. But remember how far you've come. Just this morning, I was walking on the treadmill and I was just thinking about, there is never a time in life where there is not something that could be stressed. There is not something that needs trust, deep trust and faith for. There's like never a time where there's not something that you could easily feel overwhelmed about. It's just how life is. It's so crazy. Just this week, we closed on a house. You guys, I will tell you more about the story sometime in full in the future, but it's such a miracle, such a gift from the Lord. It's truly a testimony of his goodness and a journey of faith and trust and waiting to say the least. It's been like a a year and a half. So we've been trusting him and just waiting and clinging to his promises for like a year and a half on this big thing. The house closes and now I'm on the other side of that and I'm bombarded with a million details, a million major but little details that I need to be trusting the Lord with and testing him with. And this morning I was wrestling, I was feeling all these emotions and I was like, wait a minute, I already forgot. Like I trusted God with this big thing. He was faithful. And here I am again, acting like I got to do all this on my own or acting like I don't know what to do. Like, no, this, the answer is the same. The solution is the same. We trust him with the big things. We trust him with the little things. And we have to remember what he's done for us already so that we can keep trusting him. We forget so easily. We can see that example in the wilderness with the Israelites wandering. Time and time again, the Lord would do a miracle. He would provide. He would take care of them. And they'd start grumbling and complaining because they would forget. It's really offensive to the Lord's heart. And I think it's important that we don't grumble and complain and get stressed and start bickering and start, you know, letting emotions take over. We have to remember who God is and who we are and what he's done in our lives. 
It's usually in the hard times that we struggle, that we need to remember. We go back and we remember the miracles or the good things. But you know what? We also need to remember not just the good times, but the hard times too, because in those moments, those moments in the past that we've had to overcome or we've really struggled or we've been at a rock bottom place, those are times that we need to remember the lessons learned and the victories won. So remember the good, remember the hard, remember the ugly too, because it's all meaningful when the Lord is with us. Embrace remembering and the value of looking back as you go deeper and you grow higher. So again, I just want you guys to picture that graph, like that line with circles around it. And imagine yourself, you are growing deeper. You're going higher. But sometimes it feels like you're going in circles. It takes faith and it takes vision. And I want to give you guys that today. I want you to imagine that line in the middle of the circles, that straight line. Imagine that being Christ. Imagine him being in the center. As long as all of your hoops and loops and your wanderings and your testings and your struggles, as long as it all circles around the center of our lives around Jesus, it's meaningful. He's the thing. He's the one that's going to stabilize us. Staying rooted in Christ is going to allow us to bear fruit. And another reason why we need to remember, I already touched on this, is just for our children. This is for our kids to pass down. We want to have not just a kingdom mindset, but we want to have a legacy mindset. Over and over again, the Lord would tell his people, teach your children from generation to generation. He's a generational God. He wants us to remember so that we can pass it down to our children so that they can remember the goodness of God and they can learn from our lessons. Let's not forget that. There's so many areas that we can see cycles in our lives and that we need to go back and remember. We can see cycles or feel those emotions in our business, especially. We talked about that a little bit. That is so true of entrepreneurship completely. What about physically? I mean, how many times have you lost weight, gained weight, (laughs) been eating clean, and then you went way off track? Like this is just, it's cycles, right? Physically, we go through these things. In our family with relationships, we go through cycles. Doesn't mean we're not growing, but we go through these things. But I want to bring up, what about spiritually? This is really important. And this is the most important thing because everything flows from within. We are spiritual beings and we really want to focus and emphasize our spiritual faith and where we're at in that area. Just recently, I was journaling and I was remembering how God just takes us back to the beginning. It's what he was doing in my heart. And he was reminding me that it's not a setback. It's part of progress. And what's important is that we continually obey him on the cycles of growth. And what he spoke to me as I was journaling with him, as he was reminding me of some things, he spoke to me and he said, the bottom doesn't mean the beginning. And I want to tell you that today too, friend, wherever you're at, whatever area you feel like, man, I'm still figuring this thing out. I'm still back at the beginning. Oh, I messed up. Here we go. Let's let's start back over again. Whatever it is that it feels like a setback or a distraction or you've been deterred in something, remember the bottom, it doesn't mean the beginning. It really means you're growing. 
So just keep growing. The Lord's been bringing me back, like I said, to the beginning in some ways. And I was remembering when I was a little girl and I have a vivid memory of being about five years old on my knees in the back of my dad's big old bus van. We actually called it the whale. It was huge old school van. But I remember being on my knees and I remember worship music being on. I even remember the song playing and I remember crying and I remember my heart for the Lord. I remember that yearning I had in my heart for him. And, and there's so many times I'm like, I still feel like that same little girl. It's a beautiful place to be, really. It's like I'm so much older and I've grown so much. And in some ways I've come so far, but I feel like that little girl so many times. I was thinking about our wedding and the vow that I made on my wedding day with my husband that Jesus would be the center. When we did our unity candle, we played this song. I don't know if you know it. It's kind of an old school song. It's called Jesus Be the Center. Well, there's a newer version of that, if you will. Um, it's called Jesus at the Center. And it just wrecks me every time I hear it because it reminds me of the beginning. It reminds me of the vow I made and the resounding promise in my heart to keep God the center of our marriage. It's still the main thing. It hasn't lost its value. It's not any less important. I still feel the same, the same cry of my heart, like Jesus, be the center of my life, be the center of my home, be the center of my marriage. He reminded me of these times when I was a little girl and this time when I got married to my husband because I feel the same way in so many ways. And it's important. It's important to remember first love. It's important to go back to the beginning. It's really, really meaningful. And oh my gosh, I got to tell you this because this is so crazy. This is why it's so valuable to remember too. I shared this story with my husband. I was remembering about when I was a little girl in the back of my parents' van on my knees praying to the Lord. And when my husband was five years old, this makes me want to cry. Oh, he has the same memory. When he was five years old, he has the same memory being in the back of his parents' vehicle, giving his life to the Lord. And how crazy that he would take a little boy, sorry, and a little girl who never knew each other, and he would bring them to his heart and to faith in Christ, and he would raise them up and bring them together. Like, it's just amazing what God does. He has a bigger picture. You cannot judge your life based on your moment, based on the sliver of time that you're walking in right now. There's a bigger picture, and we have to have vision and know that God is working all things for our good. But remembering is part of the process. It's a key ingredient. It's an important strategy and practice to help us stay steady for the long term because our life is a vapor, but it also is a long game. And so we can't judge it off the moment. If you do nothing else, if you get nothing else from this conversation, I just want to remind you to remember to keep Jesus at the center. Remember him in your days. Remember the love that you felt when you first found him. Remember. Ask him to stir up remembrance in your heart. 
the topic of remembrance is all through the Bible. And I want to share a few Bible verses with you right now just to emphasize this point. Deuteronomy 8.2 says, Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. It continues. I'll read the rest of it. It says, yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. For all these 40 years, your clothes didn't wear out and your feet didn't blister or swell. Think about it. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord your God disciplines you for your own good. That wandering that you feel in your life, it's worth it because God's working some things out in your heart and in your life. Surrender to him and trust the process and obey him in your cycle and in your season. Psalm 77, that chapter in the Bible, it's all about remembrance. But verse 11 says, but then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. They are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about your mighty works. Psalm 143.5 says, I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. You know, remembering it cultivates a heart of gratitude. And we talk about this often, I feel, but this is so important for your journey. One of the reasons why you need to remember is so that you can be thankful and grateful And also just know your place, like know how mighty God is and keep your life in perspective. Luke 22, 19 says he took, this is Jesus. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Remembrance. It brings us back to Christ, brings us back to our first love, to the only thing that matters. It reminds us of what Jesus did and who we are in him. It gives us our identity when we remember. I also think about the Sabbath. I think about how one of the Ten Commandments says, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. I was talking to somebody the other day about the Feast of the Bible and the appointed Sabbath days, there's really a lot of them. And I really believe that because we are so busy as people and we are so quick to forget God's heart in asking us to rest and take a Sabbath and to remember is so that we can pause and look up, look at him because he is the thing that gives our souls rest and that keeps us going and that prepares us to take the next week. So remember, remember Christ. And I just want to read this last verse. Again, there's many, many verses. This is Revelation 2, 4 through 5. And it says, but I have this complaint against you. It says, you don't love me or each other as you did at first. Look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. I wanted to highlight this because remembering, it brings repentance and a healthy fear of God. Let's 
remember the days that we're living in and not live for ourselves. I don't know where we're at in history, but I know that we're in the last days. God is coming back for a bride and he is preparing us now. And we need to make sure that he is our first love and we are testing our hearts and we are repentant and coming before him and crying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord, because that is who he needs to be in our lives. If we're living for ourselves and we're just caught up in the gas prices and the bad news and our own problems, we're missing it. Let's not let the problems of this life or the pull of this world numb out the fire for God in our hearts. Let's turn back and pursue him freshly once again. And maybe before we wrap this up, let me just pray for you. Let me pray for us. I put myself right in that category because I am right there with you. I hope you guys feel that from talking to me. Like I am on a journey with you and I'm here showing up to process this with you because this is so important. These conversations bless me and I just always pray that God would speak through me and encourage you as well. So let's just come to him together. Father God, we just thank you for the reminder to remember. Lord, I pray that you would just Give us vision for our lives, Lord. Help us to see things the way you see them because your perspective is always right. Your lens is always clean. Father, we ask that you would purify our hearts, Father. Forgive us for being distracted. Forgive us for getting away from you, for allowing all the troubles and the frustrations of this life to pull us away from you. Lord, I pray that you would just Bring a holy fear back to our heart, Lord, and light a fire in our hearts for more of you, Father. More than anything, that you would just be the center of our lives, that as we stay faithful and as we keep growing and as we keep going, Lord, in faith, that you would just take us deeper in you, Lord, and that you would take us higher and that through our lives, through our surrendered lives, we would bring your glory to earth, Father. We ask that you would just use every piece of our life, Lord, the good, the hard, the top of the mountain and the bottom of the valley or the bottom of the circle, Lord. Help us to remember that it's not the beginning. It's not over. You're just teaching us. Help us to keep growing. Help us to keep going with you being our source and you being our strength, Father. Lord, we just honor you and we remember who you are and what you've done in our lives, Lord. And I pray that the mom listening right now would take some time this day and this week to just remember your faithfulness, Lord, before she keeps moving forward, that she would not allow her emotions to dictate her life, Lord, but she would just be rooted in you and who you are and the truth of your word, and the truth of what you've done in her life. Thank you for the testimony that you're building. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so in conclusion, I know that so many times feels like we're running in circles. We want to make progress, and it can just feel challenging, to say the least. But I want you to know that it's normal to feel that way, and it's okay. It really is. But just keep vision. I want you to remember the line with the circles across it and know that you are growing in faith. You're not running in circles. You're growing higher. You're not the same. You're getting better. You're getting stronger. But Jesus is the center. Let him be the foundation of that. Ask yourself some key questions to find significance. That's number three. Remember what you're learning Ask the Lord what season you're in. Just get some clarity on that. 
But the main thing I want you to know from this conversation is just to remember how far you've come. Remember. Embrace remembrance and the value of looking back as you go deeper, as you grow higher, and as you seek to give God glory in all that you do. I'll leave you with Romans 8.28. It says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Yes and amen. All right, guys. Hope you have an amazing day. I will see you here back on the podcast very soon. Hey, girl. Do you wish there was a way to balance both motherhood and business with more purpose? You know where you could confidently do all the things without the fear of failure? I know what it feels like to wonder if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business all for the glory of God. But imagine if you could connect the work of your hands with your influence at home so that there was more peace and unity as you grow in business and build your family. That's exactly what I'm doing and I want to help you do that too. I'm opening up some spots this summer for one-on-one heart-to-heart coaching. This is a time where we can sit together for an hour and I'll empower you with simple strategies, mindsets, and heart sets for finding success and balancing both motherhood and business with God at the center. I'll help you find greater purpose and peace while you intentionally grow your business and pour into your family, all by seeking God first. In each heart-to-heart session, we're going to process through what's on your heart as we pursue God's heart for true transformation. At the end of each session, you're going to walk away with practical steps for breakthrough in three of the most important areas of your life. Number one, you're going to get a strategy to experience greater growth and purpose in your business. Number two, an intentional action to nurture your family and create more order in your home. And number three, most importantly, a heart posture of surrender that builds an unshakable faith no matter the season. Ultimately, you're going to get fresh vision and fresh clarity for how your faith, family, and work can beautifully connect as you pursue your greatest potential. So if you're ready for a spirit-led coaching experience with the clarity to get you unstuck and the trustworthy support to help you become the woman you are called to be, and if you're finally ready to stop striving and start thriving as a business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, now is the time to work together. Let's schedule a heart-to-heart strategy session. I have only four coaching spots left this summer. First come, first serve. So when they're gone, they're gone. Head over right now to michellehyatt.com and respond to the pop-up with the words coaching, please. I'll send you an email to make sure we're a great fit and give you my calendar to grab a limited spot. Together, we're going to get you set up with simple, surrender-driven success strategies for balancing your family and your business with greater purpose and peace. Again, head over to michellehyatt.com. That's Michelle with two L's, H-I-A-T-T. And comment in the pop-up with the words, coaching please. Click submit to send your message and we'll get you all set up for a heart to heart. I cannot wait to work with you. Are you like mama so? Hey mama, real quick, before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversations, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to take 30 seconds right now and leave a quick written review. 
More importantly, this is the way we can reach other mamas just like you and help them find more peace and purpose as they balance motherhood and business with God at the center. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Surrender Driven Success Podcast, click five stars and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social or simply text it to a friend to spread the love. I appreciate you and can't wait to connect over at michellehyatt.com forward slash connect. That's Michelle with two L's, H-I-A-T-T.com forward slash connect.